Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Today's topic, neuroplasticity, understanding just a tiny little piece about our brain and how it actually works. Before I start with the topic of neuroplasticity today, I just want to acknowledge, show gratitude, appreciate the land that we're currently all on. I want to acknowledge that for me, where I record this podcast, I am recording on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot and the people of Treaty 7. It's important to me and I choose to recognize the land as an act of reconciliation and to show appreciation to those whose territories we reside on or are currently visiting. Let's jump in. The topic today, as I said, neuroplasticity. So let's start off by defining what actually is it. So if you give it a quick Google or do any of the basic readings, most of the stuff that's going to pop out is going to be similar. So for Google, for example, it said neuroplasticity is the ability of neutral networks in our brain to change through growth and reorganization. It is when the brain is rewired to function in some ways that differ from how it previously functioned. So think about that. It's the ability to change our own brain, to change, to reorganize that, to rewire what actually goes on and happens up there. Pretty impressive stuff. And it sounds like a superhuman ability that I promise we all actually have. So it's really the ability of our nervous system to change its activity in response to intrinsic, it could be, or extrinsic stimuli by really reorganizing its structure, function, or connections. So in basic terms, everybody, it's the ability to rewire, to modify our brain, ourselves. And we can do that for the worse, or we can do that for the better. Let's explore. Think of any time you learn something new. Think of when you do new hobbies, new habits. When we're literally programming our brain to do something that it doesn't always do. It takes time. Sometimes it can take continuous repetition for a month, maybe several months. So there's no one defined term for that. Lots of different studies out there give different numbers. The one I pulled was LEAF 2020. So that's some of the most current I could pull. And it said that to form that pathway, it takes about 63 days. So knowing that everybody's a little bit different, but think about that. Building new pathways in our brain takes a few months. Ask yourself, do you give yourself that much time to really adopt something new. So knowing that it does take a month or several, how long do you give yourself to build that new habit or hobby? Now, because I think this is a superhuman power that we all possess and don't necessarily know about it, 
I wanted to do some digging on what can we do to really help it? How can we really create these new habits, these new hobbies, these new behaviors that we really do want to become that second nature response? Or let's be honest, even a little bit easier <laughs> of a response or a reaction. Okay, so things that can improve that neuroplasticity or the ability to be able to build those new pathways in your brain. First off, exercise. And that's across multiple studies, you'll see that cited. So exercise, you know, really being able to get your heart rate up, move your body, let that blood flow. Apparently, it keeps our brain in pretty great shape. So exercise is going to be the number one thing. Also recommended is learning new things. So it's funny, but learning new things actually enhances our brain and makes it better equipped to learn more new things. So interesting enough, the more time you put into learning new things, no matter what your age, the more you actually keep your brain active and ready and able to learn even more things in the future. So learning things, really allowing new pathways to be formed in your brain helps your future brain learn new things as well. Another big one that came up quite a bit was rest. So sleeping. So really making that conscious effort to get those seven to nine hours a night you know, making it part of the practice to really rest your brain, not numb out by, you know, relaxing is definitely good. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but really dedicating that time to that healthy sleep. Another thing that popped up, which was one of my favorites and one I tend to promote pretty heavily here on the podcast is meditation. You know, it, they called it a couple of books or a couple of papers that I came across called it mental fitness for your brain. So just like I mentioned working out your body and letting that blood flow throughout your body, well, we want to actually do this for our brains as well. So meditation actually helps thicken that prefrontal cortex piece of our brain. That's the piece of the brain that's really associated with more higher functioning. So awareness, concentration, decision-making, critical thinking, and the more we can activate that and use it, it helps us actually reduce that lower tending, um, more reactionary state of our brain. Okay, so meditation helps us gain a little bit more control in a way. So becoming less reactionary of things and building more of that patience, building more of that awareness even of thoughts and understanding and clarity around what's actually happening. And the more that we can practice this calming of our mind, the more we slow things down and we can understand more of the control that we actually have. So things become less reactionary and more conscious action. Now, mind you, it, it doesn't take it away. <laughs> so we still have to be conscious and practice it about choosing that conscious action versus more of that, you know, reactionary tone that can very easily be triggered within each of us. So again, to wrap it up, what can help 
neuroplasticity or help us gain that ability to really form those new pathways, rewire our brain to more of that positive stuff that we might want in our lives. Exercise is key. Remember, moving your body, that can look very different for all of us. So finding out what that means for you and choosing to do it. Learning things, going out and learning something new can help us build those pathways, strengthen those pathways of learning uh, for our future selves. Sleep and meditation, so that gymnastics for our own brain, all things that contribute and help make it easier to create those pathways, behaviors, and habits that we want to see more of in our day-to-day. The goal really behind doing today's podcast episode on neuroplasticity is it's again trying to acknowledge, equip you with, you know, encourage that thought that you really do have so much power within yourself. You know, I think it's easy sometimes to, you know, try new things and they don't feel easy. So we give up on them and we don't continue to implement them or put the effort behind them. But today is really about acknowledging the more you do something and repeat it continuously, the easier it's actually going to become because your brain is building that pathway. So that's why when we try something new, or say for instance, we try to build some new habits, or you know we do things and we, we do it a couple of times, But unless we're consistent with it and continuously repeat it, it becomes really easy to give up on it and stop doing it. That's not just a you thing. (laughs) That is a very human thing. Okay, so if things get hard and you want to stop or if, you know, behaviors and traits that you see other people do and you're like, ah, that's too hard. It is. And today's the reminder That I promise you, the more you do it and show up for you, the easier it actually gets. So as we said, all of those habits that we formed way in younger years of our life, when we maybe didn't know better, we kind of got to do some work to get ahead of that or do some work to rewire that. So my hope really in having this conversation today and bringing this topic to your ear is really to, again, remind you of that power that you do have. Things are hard. They really are. (laughs) And so the more we understand of how our brain works, my hope is the more you'll have patience for yourself, the more you'll empower yourself and encourage each other to show up and really form those new pathways, those new behaviors, those new things that really give you your future you, give you your your best life. Reflect here. Think about it. Think of a time you made a change, you picked up a new skill or a new habit that you're trying to encourage more of in your life. And think of, like I said, how hard that was to get to a point where it felt natural, it felt easy. Remember that. That's all stuff that can really help remind you. If you stick with it, it gets easier. 
Because again, now we know from talking about neuroplasticity, it gets easier because you're building those pathways. You're really reconfirming, firming up those pathways in your brain to make it more of a natural response. So just because it's not your first response doesn't mean it's never going to be your first response. It's all about how much effort, how much energy are you willing to put into making it more of that natural state for yourself. So think about it. What do you want to be more habitual in your life? What do you want to become a state of ease in your life? Working out, healthy food habits, less junk food, reactionary eating was definitely one of mine. (laughs) Better communication, healthier relationships, more silence in your day-to-day, more self-care in your day-to-day, or maybe even getting a better morning or bedtime routine. Whatever it is, remember, you have the power. It just takes some time, some dedication to strengthen and reinforce those pathways over and over again to really create that new pathway in your brain instead of some of those old, more reactionary, dominant pathways that might currently exist. Hopefully today's topic brought some interest to you. Maybe it sparked something. Neuroplasticity is a pretty big one. So I promise you lots out there to read. Go equip yourself with some more knowledge, some more information to really help create that life that you want to see. So take more time, dive deeper on the topic. But I really do hope today sparked an interest for you. Remember, Through our actions, we can get more information like this out there. So helping us all find the tools that help create the life that we want to create for ourselves. And even to help spread ideas to really help support that journey for ourselves and each other. We all play a role in what information gets out there. So remember to ask yourself and be accountable. What types of content are you promoting in our society? What types of videos are you viewing and commenting on and encouraging? Just don't forget the influence that you do have on the content that actually exists. This world has lots about it that we can do better with. And there's definitely lots of acknowledgement about what's not working. So my hope with this podcast and with my actions is to always continue to create some space to help people find what actually works for them and help each other build the life and the society that we really want to promote. To do that, it starts with us making that choice, that commitment, that foundational piece that needs to happen first. And that is learning how to power yourself.